Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Choices, Finding Your Joy. I am finding my joy today, and you will as well. You are going to love the, the beautiful lady we have on the show today. She is absolutely amazing. Today, we have Susan Shumsky. And Susan has an amazing background. She is a published author. Her latest two books are the Big Book of Chakras and Chakra Healing. And she also has Third Eye Meditations, Awaken Your Mind, Spirit, and Intuition. Oh, I, I can't wait to hear about that. I can't wait to hear about both your books, Susan. First off, thank you and welcome to the show. Well, thanks for inviting me. I'm thrilled to be here with you today, Paula. Oh, thank you so much. So happy to have you. Well, I would love for you to share with, with the audience that is unfamiliar with your background and your work. Tell us a bit about you, Susan. Well, I've been practicing spiritual disciplines for many decades. I first learned meditation way back in the middle of the 20th century, uh, transcendental meditation, which I learned from Maharishi Mahesh Yogi. He was the founder of transcendental meditation. And I lived in his various ashrams for over two decades. And I was on his personal staff for six years. And then after leaving the ashram, and uh, finding a new method of meditation that I liked better. It's called Divine Revelation. I began to write books about that. And I have 18 books in print in English. I have 34 foreign editions. And I've won 32 book awards. Awesome. Uh, so I, and I've been teaching meditation, prayer, affirmation, spiritual healing for well for a long time yes. <laughs> it's been since since the last century let's just put it that way <laughs> what has experiencing and learning and training in in these beautiful modalities and this education well what's that been like for you i can only imagine how wonderful that has been well, I've had the opportunity, I've been blessed with the opportunity to have, have spent many, many years in deep meditation. When I was in the ashram, we used to meditate anywhere from five to 20 hours a day. So it was pretty in incredible, pretty intense. And uh, living with an enlightened spiritual master, that's a very unique experience. So I, I had that opportunity and I feel very lucky that I was able to be in his presence for so many years, uh, directly working with him on his personal staff for six years. Yes. Uh, in, in case you don't not familiar with Maharishi Mahesh Yogi, he was the guru of the Beatles and of many other very famous celebrities, including the Beach Boys and Doug Henning, uh, Andy Kaufman, um, uh, many, many different really famous people, Deepak Chopra, John Gray. Wow. Anyway, 
he was extremely famous back in the 1970s and is becoming really well known again because of the David Lynch Foundation, where they are teaching meditation to various groups in our society, uh, specifically veterans and women at risk and children at risk and uh, poverty stricken people who really need a little bit of a of a helping hand let's let's put it that way and so it's becoming quite popular again transcendental meditation but as i said i i teach a different form of meditation which i happen to like better but i do recommend med, uh, transcendental meditation still to people because i think it's a very very good technique and i did practice it for about 22 years oh so someone that isn't familiar with that what would a a, a basic description be of meditation a or transcendental a, med meditation transcendental meditation is a method of meditation it's done sitting with eyes closed and it is it uses a mantra a mantra is a sanskrit word or group of words that you repeat in your mind uh, in a faint easy and effortless way and that takes you into a deep deep state of meditation yeah. it takes you from the surface level of the mind into transcendental awareness otherwise known as samadhi sama means evenness of mind and well, sama, sama means evenness and he means the deepest state of the intellect. So it's about evenness of mind and stillness of body oh, in a state called Satchit Ananda, meaning absolute bliss consciousness. So that's the really the goal of Transcendental Meditation is to take you into that state of inner quietude, inner bliss, expanded awareness, unbounded awareness. Oh, I love it. I love it. Love meditations. Well, Susan, let's talk about your books. So which book would you like to discuss first? We can talk about uh, the big book of chakras and chakra healing. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. That, book, that book is like an encyclopedia of the chakras. <laughs> I love it. I love it's, it. It has so much information in it. When my publisher asked me to write a book about the chakras, I went back to the ancient scriptures of India to find the most authentic information that I could find about the topic. And what I discovered was really quite amazing. I went back to these Vedic and Tantric scriptures and I found uh, that there are 14 basic chakras that are talked about in the ancient scriptures of India. There's the seven main chakras which are uh, the root chakra at the base of your spine, the pelvic chakra in the area of the gonads, the navel chakra uh, in the area of the stomach, the heart chakra, the throat chakra, the third eye chakra, and the crown chakra above the head. Those are the seven basic chakras, but then there are seven other chakras that are talked about in these ancient scriptures. So, in my book, The Big Book of Chakras and Chakra Healing, 
I go into so much detail about these chakras and um, you'll learn everything you ever wanted to know about chakras by reading this book. You'll also learn everything you never wanted to know about chakras by reading this book and everything in between because it is so complete. It is so amazing. And also the book is very heavily illustrated with graphics and I'm an artist. So I did some illustrations for the book and I did all the graphics for the book and it has uh, amazing illustrations of the various chakra deities and elements and the symbols that are called yantras and it is so complete it is so descriptive uh, it's an amazing book that's all i have to say i mean i can brag about it i guess it's it's just an amazing book i mean uh, people like anadia judith and cindy gale who are the chakra queens they've written these famous books about the chakras they say that the students that are really serious about learning about chakras they send them to my book to read because it is so uh deep esoteric mm -hmm. profound but yeah. don't let that scare you on reading it uh the fact that it's deep and esoteric because it starts extremely basic and that builds from there step by step it starts with baby steps and then it gets more and more complex uh, but it is really quite a book. I love it. And, you know, everyone really, you hear a lot of talk about the chakras, this and that chakras. So having a book out there that has so much authentic information and background is just huge when you're someone wanting to learn more about the chakras. Absolutely. And something I've always believed, and, I, and I've always loved that there are other chakras other than those seven, but what I've always believed when I hear, uh, you know, being a Reiki practitioner, I, I all hear, well, I want this chakra to be balanced and that chakra. And yes, we, we want to take care of our chakras. We want, but I've always felt I, I want them all in balance all in balance working together what's your what's your thoughts on that on the workings of our chakras what okay so the chakras they're what is keeping you alive uh, we have several layers of our body we have a physical body but then we have many layers of a subtle body as well so the physical body is known in india as the anamaya kosha meaning the food sheath. It's the food sheath because it's made of food, sustained by food, and becomes food for, some, for something else after we're gone. So it's the food sheath. And then we have the pranamaya kosha, which is your vital energy sheath. And that sheath pervades, permeates, and surrounds the physical body. And that sheath consists of prana, meaning life force energy. And in China, they call that qi, and in Japan, they call it ki. So the life force energy in this vital energy body is what is keeping you alive. In the ancient scriptures of India, it is said that when prana is in the body, that is what is defined as life. And when prana leaves the body, that is what is defined as death. Wow. 
So the prana gives you heat, it gives you motion, it, it allows you to be upright and walking around. Mm -hmm. So prana is what is flowing through this subtle energy body called the pranamaya kosha. And it flows through specific pathways called nadi, N-A-D-I. In India, they call it nadi, and in China, they call it meridian. So the prana is flowing through these pathways, and when many of these pathways intersect and form a plexus, that's called chakra. Chakra means wheel in Sanskrit. It has a hub, like a wheel, which is the concentrated center of energy, and then it has spokes, which are the radiations of energy. So that's why it's called wheel. And these seven basic chakras that I enumerated before, they are regulating those areas of the body. They are what is keeping this body alive. So when you have more pranic energy, when you have more uh, of that life force energy flowing through your subtle body, you are healthier. You're more awake, you're more aware also. So when we increase the prana flowing through the subtle body, then you become healthy and strong, okay? You feel more balanced, you have more equanimity and equilibrium when you have this pranic energy flowing through your body, your subtle body. Remember, there is no chakra, there is no nadi in your physical body. If you dissect a corpse, you will not find a chakra or nadi or meridian anywhere. They are in your subtle body, and that subtle body is keeping you alive. So I said there, there's five layers to the body, the physical body, that's the anamaya kosha, the pranamaya kosha, which is the prana or vital energy body. Then there's the monomaya kosha, which is the mental body. That's where your senses are. And then there is the Vijnanamaya Kosha, which is your intellect and ego body. And then there's finally the Anandamaya Kosha, which is your causal body. And those are the five koshas, the five sheaths. However, there are also higher bodies as well. There's the I am body, God body. So there's many, we live on many vibrational dimensions at the same time. So as far as health of the chakras, if the chakras are open, if they're healthy, if they're vibrating with pranic energy, then we are very healthy. We feel that we are in a state of well-being and happiness. So that's the advantage of caring for your chakras, as you beautifully mentioned. So that's the advantage of doing that. And actually, isn't that just so fascinating and so exciting how that works? It really is. It's exciting and fascinating, I think, because people don't realize that the physical body is not all there is to us. Mm -hmm. That we do have these other dimensions and these other bodies 
And in fact, that's what, <laughs> that's how you're perceiving the world. And that's what is keeping you in motion. Yes. So for example, if you know, I'm sure you know about the near-death experience where people are catapulted out of their body. They may be up on the ceiling watching their own body being resuscitated. What is watching the body? Think about it. It's not the eyes. The eyes are not watching your own body. It is your monomaya kosha. It's your uh, what we call mental emotional body where the senses lie. Your senses are not in your physical body. They're in your subtle body. And that's how you're able to see yourself being resuscitated when you have a near-death experience. Thank you. Thank you. I have wondered that. I mean, I've, I've interviewed and, and read a lot about uh, near-death experiences and, and, you know, chatted with people that have had them. And it has fascinated, you know, I just knew that they left their body, their spirit was up there and they're looking down. But thank you for that great explanation on really because they, they were seeing what was going on. Exactly. <laughs> wow, Susan. Wow. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Is there any... Uh, Anything that you'd like to share from your training with that uh, amazing teacher all those years? Is there any fun story or, or fun wow moment that you had in those years had a, that you'd like to share with us? I had so many wow moments when I was with <laughs> Maharishi. <laughs> it was a wow experience altogether. But it was an emotional roller coaster heaven and hell and back on a daily basis. It was the most intense part of my life. Um, I mean, the fact is that being in the presence of a master like him, uh, he vibrated so much energy, so much light, so much love, that when you were in his presence, you could just feel this energy coming towards you. Actually, it was a physical, visceral experience of bliss. I know it sounds weird that bliss could be physical, but it was. You'd feel these waves of bliss washing over you. And he would transmit this energy through, his, through looking at you, through his eyes. And it was so amazing and so powerful and so blissful that we, those of us who were on staff, we were all competing with each other to get close to him. <laughs> who could get in the room? You know, how, how do you finagle your way into the room so you could be near him is what basically what it was. And we were all competing and sort of stepping all over, over each other. Plus, it was so intense. Like I said, a combination heaven and hell. It was heaven when he would put his attention on you. Uh, and it was hell when he put when he showed disfavor towards you. It was definitely hell. So it was so intense, and I was uh, just sort of hanging on for dear life on this roller coaster ride. Wow! And um, so it was really quite something. But the whole point, it, I call it uh, open ego surgery. The whole point was to help the person, you know, the disciple like me, to help that person to express the best part of themselves. 
to develop themselves in a way that they could really express their true nature in, in a completely natural, beautiful way so that they could become all that they can be. So they could fulfill their purpose. So like that. Yes. So whenever he would have me do a project, <laughs> I'd bring it to him. He'd look at it and he'd say, oh, good, good. And can we do this? Can we do this? And every time I would come to him, he would, he would want it upgraded. He would want it changed. He would want it to become better. And this would go on for years, by the way. Some of the projects I did for him would go on for years. <laughs> years to completion. <laughs> oh, Susan. Oh, wow. I, I could listen to stories from that forever. Wow. Yeah. I can only imagine. Well, let's chat some about your book, The Third Eye Meditations, Awaken Your Mind, Spirit, and Intuition. Tell us about that book. That uh, book, Third Eye Meditations, is a book of guided meditations. And guided meditations are the easiest possible way that you can meditate. <laughs> I call it the do-nothing program. <laughs> do nothing, nothing, and less than nothing. And the less you do, the better experiences you have. So it's a matter of letting go, allowing, and just either reading the meditations and affirmations and prayers and uh, mantras that are in this book, just reading them, which will take you into a meditative state, or even better, would be to record them with your own voice on a device and then sit down, get really comfortable in a cushy, comfortable position, and then turn on the recording, close your eyes, and just follow the instructions. It's so easy. Guided meditation is awesome because it takes you into the meditative state without you having to think about it or do anything. You just listen follow the instructions, and it takes you into meditation. I love so it. the book Third Eye Meditations is filled with meditations that help you in all areas of life. Different, different areas of life are covered. And you could just record uh, some of the meditations that you want to work on. Or, by the way, the book is also available as an audio book. Yes. Love it. <laughs> ah, yes. I meditations are just so amazing. And and I'm with you. I I just, you know, guided meditations are fantastic. I love them. I love them. Wow. I I and I, there were a few I've I've done over the years that I fell in love with and I did just what you recommended. I recorded them in my voice. And I could listen to them. And then I had friends and students say, Paula, you need to just put that on your website. So I have a few on my website. But that is a great way to do it. It is, yeah. You know, their favorite meditation. They can listen to your meditations. And then, you know, even just, and it's real easy. They can record with their phone and, and listen in their voice. Or just do the sit back, do nothing and enjoy your awesome meditations. About how many meditations do you have in that? 
Oh, wow. I actually never counted them up. (laughs) Oh, Oh, I I have another book where I counted up the uh, prayers and affirmations. Though There's a book called Instant Healing that I did. And that book has 243 affirmations and prayers in it that help you with any area of life. It's a very, very powerful book. Many, it's my best reviewed book on Amazon, Instant Healing. And many, many people have told me that they carry it around and it's all dog-eared because they're using it so much throughout the day to help them just get through their day. Uh, Instant Healing is the name of the book. It's amazing. And Third Eye Meditations is more focused on most of them are a little bit longer meditations. They're not just affirmations. There are a few affirmations in the book, but much more longer affirmations, longer prayers are in the Third Eye Meditations book. It's really focused more on going deep within and having that deep experience of meditation and also developing your third eye. It's called Third Eye Meditations for a reason. And that is because when you go use guided meditation and follow the instructions what you're doing is you are visualizing it it happens automatically you don't have to be good at visualizing by the way to be really successful at doing guided meditations all you have to do is just listen to the instructions and automatically you will be visualizing it just just happens and and it it really does affect us, doesn't it? It can it, it can bring such beautiful changes and manifestation. Absolutely. Very powerful results of meditation. Yes. I love it. I love it. I oh, I'm excited to to check out more. Well, Susan, we just have a few minutes left in the show. What last words do you want to leave with everyone today? You know, you're very lucky to be inhabiting a human body. It's not that easy to get one. (laughs) I know that sounds a little weird, but it's true. Incarnating into a human body is rather rare. So when you have the opportunity to be in a human body, it's a good idea to make the best use of it. So we, the humans are unique in that they have the capability of attaining higher states of consciousness. They're able to uh, experience the truth, experience their higher self, experience who they really are. So because of that, it's, it's, we have this such a rare opportunity. It's a good idea to make the best use of this incarnation that we're in. And that means to do some spiritual practices, to focus on learning how to experience your own divine nature, how to develop spiritually, and how to become all that you can be. So I really recommend that you make the best use of your time while you're here on earth. Uh, Take time to go into deep meditation, to begin having conversations with the divine presence and your higher self and begin to develop your intuitive abilities and awaken the eye of illumination which is your third eye and learn how to listen to the still small voice within and be guided by spirit in everyday life meaning not only receive the messages from spirit 
but actually doing something about it, actually doing what you're guided to do when you ask, when you ask the question, receive the answer, and then actually do what you're guided to do. Oh, Susan, I could just chat with you for another hour. This is so fantastic. Oh, I regret having to say goodbye. This is so great. We're going to have to get together again. Absolutely. Um, and by the way, my website is drsusan.org, drsusan.org. And I also have another website, which is divinetravels.com. That's D-I-V-I-N-E-T-R-A-V-E-L-S. That's plural on the travels, divinetravels.com. I love it. I love it. And uh, everyone, this has been great check out these amazing books. I'm excited to, to do even more of Susan's meditations. Thank you for joining us today, everyone. Love, hugs, and blessings. Susan, love, hugs, and blessings. Thank you. Hugs to you too, Paula, and thanks for inviting me. Oh, it was a pleasure you. to speak with you today. Oh, it's just been fantastic. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Live a happy life. Turn your average life into a happy life with Paula Vale's book, Why Am I So Happy? Tired of waking up to the same routine, but just a different day? Would you like to live a happy life effortlessly? We want to introduce you to Paula Vale, the author of Why Am I So Happy? Paula is a TV slash radio host, Reiki master slash teacher, and published author. She understands life's challenges and will guide you in releasing negative thoughts to find emotional and physical joy and balance. Paula shares tips on how to invest in yourself to become the joy-filled person you were meant to be. Paula's book, why Am I So Happy? is informative, inspiring, and overflowing with gratitude. Her words benefit both men and women and provide a guide to living a happy, healthy, fun, and prosperous life. Why live the happy life? Because you deserve it. It's that simple. Don't procrastinate because you could be living your happy life now. Purchase Paula's book, Why Am I So Happy? on Amazon.com today.